The Low Post is brought to you by Goodyear, helping you discover the road ahead. Goodyear, more driven. Vivid Seats wants to get you to the games you love this spring. Experience every pitch, assist, and game-winning shot live and in person. And the best part? Each transaction is a step toward a free 11th ticket with Vivid Seats rewards. Score unbeatable perks like free tickets, surprise seat upgrades, and annual birthday deals. As the official ticketing partner of ESPN, Vivid Seats is offering you $20 off your first $200 ticket purchase with code LOW. That's code LOW, L-O-W-E, my last name, the name of this podcast. Visit vividseats.com or download the app today. Vivid Seats, experience it live. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. And now, The Low Post. Welcome into an unwanted edition of The Low Post podcast on uh, Tuesday morning or Tuesday afternoon here on the East Coast. And yesterday, the great Chris Herring and I did a a longer, regular Low Post on the middle and the back of the Western Conference playoff race, the Spurs, Mavs, Blazers, etc., etc. And then uh, we recorded that Monday afternoon. And then, of course, 10 hours later, about uh, Jamal Murray landed awkwardly on his knee and the entire Western Conference playoff race changed. Now, the Nuggets were above the tier of teams that Chris and I were discussing, but obviously the composition of the race and the matchups changes without Denver's second-best player, and I felt that we should sort of reflect that here. And and obviously, longtime listeners know I'm a huge fan of watching the Nuggets. They're maybe my favorite team to watch. I'm super intrigued by their team. I was super intrigued by Aaron Gordon's fit and really thought they were rounding into a team that had a chance, not just a puncher's chance, but a chance. So it's it, let's reflect a bit on on Jamal Murray. The first time I interviewed Jamal, I actually had to stalk him off the Nuggets court on an off day. He was trudging off the court in the fall of 2017. And I was in Denver hanging around with this weirdo team, this rising weirdo team that had found lightning in a bottle the season before when they finally promoted Eh, chubby young center from a small town in Serbia into their starting five. Murray had started that season ice cold. He was in a huge slump, and he was out there doing extra shooting by himself all alone. Nobody was with him, and I had to chase him off. The, or I had to wait him out and then follow him off the court to, to get to interview him. He was passing up open threes and games to take floaters instead, and he was missing those floaters. He was learning how to balance being a point guard because in the season before, his rookie season, he had shared the floor a lot with Jameer Nelson, who was like Denver's security blanket. And Murray talked to me eventually about how he was really, he had gotten used to flying off pin downs and catching the ball and playing like a shooting guard with Jameer Nelson. And now he had to run the offense. And when I talked to Jokic about it one-on-one in the locker room, he said, Coach wants him to be a point guard, but he's really a scorer. That was Nikola Jokic on Jamal Murray four years ago. Coach wants him to be a point guard, but he's really a scorer. So Jamal got hot that season, shot 37.8% from three. Pretty good. Not great, but pretty good. Started the next season, his third season, cold again before getting up to 37%. Shooting was supposed to be Murray's best skill. The main way he would compliment Jokic, but he could barely crack league average on threes. What? exactly was Jamal Murray going to be? 
And how far could the Nuggets really go if he never even cracked the fringes of the All-Star discussion, which, granted, is, is hard to do in the West. And all along, as people ask that question, the Denver Nuggets brain trust, Mike Malone, their coach, Tim Connolly, their president of basketball operations, their entire staff under Tim, including Calvin Booth and others, they never, ever wavered. They saw a star in Jamal Murray. Kyrie Irving trade talks, no Jamal Murray involved. Kevin Love, no Jamal Murray involved. They knew what they had, even if the rest of the league and a lot of us in the media were wondering, is he pretty good? Is he just good? Is he ever going to be great? Whatever Murray's ceiling was, the Nuggets knew he would reach it. The guy is an absolutely maniacal worker. Jackie McMullen, the legend, our own Jackie McMullen, she chronicled all of it for a huge feature on Jamal in 2019, how, how Jamal's father, Roger, trained Jamal so hard in frigid, cold Ontario that some people wondered, is he taking it too far? Is he one of these, you know, sports parents who who breaks his son? Please, please, please go read Jackie's story. It's all in there. It's phenomenal. Roger would have Jamal dribble on ice in the winter to help him hone his balance. He taught Jamal to meditate to get his mind right. When a Kentucky assistant coach visited Ontario to recruit Jamal Murray, he watched him work out, and then he had to sit there and wait at Jamal's father's instructions for Jamal to meditate after the workout. He made a Kentucky coach sit there and wait. That's how serious he is and still is about meditation and mental strength. The best anecdote from Jackie's story, though, I mean, this is like I had to read this four times to believe it. Roger Murray would have Jamal, kid, a kid, hold a deep knee squat, deep knee squat, like a one-knee squat, I guess, outside in the cold in Canada, and it's cold in Ontario, for 12 minutes. Not only that, he would balance a cup of hot tea on the leg that was that was sort of parallel to the ground because to send the message, if you waver, if you wobble, if you screw up this squat, you're about to get burned with hot tea. And then after those 12 minutes, try holding that for 12 minutes. Jamal would shoot threes in the freezing cold. If he missed free throws, he had to run hills. This is how Jamal Murray was brought up in basketball. So no, an early slump in Jamal Murray's sophomore season was not going to phase him. And it was not going to phase the Nuggets or make them worried about him or make them think maybe we should trade him. And they were absolutely right. Jamal Murray just got better and better and better. And like the rest of the young Nuggets, he showed super amounts of guts down the stretch of the 2017-18 season. Remember that? That's when the Nuggets had to win basically every game down the stretch to force a winner-take-all game for the eighth seed with the Minnesota Timberwolves in Minnesota. And they lost that game. That was for the eighth seed. And they lost that game. And on that flight back to Denver... Jokic walked aisle to aisle on the plane, thanking everyone on the plane, coaches, teammates, everyone for their work and promising we are going to be back. And that stretch, that flight, that moment, that's when everyone with the Nuggets looked around and said, okay, we got something going here. Next season, they won around, And then two seasons later in the bubble, stormed back from 3-1 down against the Jazz and then the Clippers. Murray, of course, obliterated Utah, obliterated them. 250 pieces in the same series. In game six, the Jazz took Rudy Gobert, defensive player, multi-time defensive player Rudy Gobert, off of Jokic because they were just completely out of answers for the Murray-Jokic two-man game. And they said, we got to switch. That's the only card we got left to play. And we can't do it with Rudy because Jamal is going to put him on skates. It's not going to go well. Against the Clippers, look, we know what happened in that series. We all talk about the Clippers blowing the lead and collapsing and all that. Jamal Murray, don't forget, 
closed out the Clippers in Game 7, embarrassed them, humiliated them with an all-time great Game 7 performance. 40 points on 15 of 26 shooting in 44 minutes. Against the Lakers, we tend to sort of skirt past the Lakers-Nuggets series because it was 4-1 after that AD buzzer beater kind of felt like a wrap after that. Well, Jamal averaged 25 a game on 52% shooting in that series against an elite, elite, elite defense. That's something. For the ones who get it done! Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call or click Granger.com or just stop by. Two guys drove to work. Neither guy wore a seatbelt. One guy got a ticket. One guy didn't. The same two guys drove home. One guy wore his seatbelt. One guy didn't. One guy made it home. The guy not wearing his seatbelt didn't. Don't risk it. Click it or ticket. Paid for by NHTSA. And then the offseason happens. James Harden requests a trade from the Rockets. And the Nuggets, I'll bet you, bottom dollar, they asked themselves in that offseason, not that James Harden was going to go to Denver or anything, but they had to ask themselves because they, they hold some blue chip trade assets. Who's had more big, consequential playoff games in their career? Big, meaty ones. Not, you know, we're down 3-0 and you have a big game, but big, actual, huge games. Jamal Murray in that one run in the bubble or James Harden in his entire career? And then... Yet again, Jamal Murray gets off to a cold start this season. We're like, is regular season Murray just going to be like this and playoff Murray is going to be different? Finally, though, he gets hot and he begins to cement himself as the player. Every single day, every game, the Nuggets always knew he could be. He's averaging, before this injury, career highs across the board, even in assists. 21 points on 48% shooting, 41% on threes. And along the way... He became a point guard, a real point guard, or at least the exact kind of point guard that Jokic needs. Yeah, Jokic is the MVP front runner. He's a genius. He makes everyone's life easier. There are other guards. You can take other star guards, put them with Jokic. They would thrive too. But I'm not sure they would do it with the style and gusto and sort of calculated nature of Murray. Murray knows exactly how to use Jokic. He has tons of little moves and fakes that just get the defense a little off balance that play off their fear of Jokic. He loves to fake, like when Jokic has the ball and he's preparing for a handoff, Murray will will take two steps there like he's going to take a handoff and the defense will bite and he'll like moonwalk, almost literally doing the moonwalk into a three-pointer. Wide open, defense totally caught off guard. He might do that same thing, that same moonwalk and then boop, sprint back into the handoff and the defense doesn't know what happens and he's turning the corner. And he's a puppet master with the ball on the pick and roll. Murray is a genius. He freezes defenders with these little hesitation moves and shoulders fakes, just keeps them off balance. He takes that one extra dribble that draws Jokic's man just deep enough in the paint that Jokic gets an open three or one of the patented Jokic pump and drive and dunk. He's actually dunking this year. Murray bobs back and forth behind Jokic. He's almost like a boxer, kind of ducking under bigger bodies, ducking, bobbing, weaving until the defense takes one false step, one mistake. Basically, Murray is a master at opening little windows of space, five, six-foot gaps. And then he and Jokic, piece by piece, block by block, move by move, build on those gaps until they widen and then explode into an open shot. They are absolutely beautiful to watch. Whatever defense you use, they have an answer. 
It's one thing to have a center like Jokic who can post up switches. That's one answer. That's an answer to switches. That's one guy who has an answer. But a two-man game is a two-man game. It involves two men, two people. It doesn't reach the level that Jokic and Murray have unless both people in it can exploit mismatches, can exploit any scheme, and that's where Jamal is. And by the way, he battles on defense, too. He's not a pushover on that end anymore. He's a fighter. And with Aaron Gordon on board, the Nuggets were absolutely a contender. Jokic and Murray, they've proven themselves in the playoffs. They've answered the questions about that. They are ready for that stage. They are ready for those moments. Without Murray now, they are, they are not a contender. In that sense, their season is over, even though they have two good backup point guards, Monte Morris and Facundo Campazzo. They'll probably be an underdog in the first round. Not, not an easy out, but, but winning a championship, getting out of the West, it's not going to happen without Jamal Murray. Or if it does, I would be beyond, beyond, beyond blown away. And it's a reminder of how fragile the NBA is, how precious any chance to win it all really is. And that's not to say that the Nuggets are going anywhere. They are not. Jokic just turned 26. 26. Murray just turned 24. And if you listen to any of those stories or go read Jackie's piece, you know this dude is coming back stronger. Not just strong, stronger. Michael Porter Jr. is 22 he is in his NBA infancy. Aaron Gordon is somehow just 25. <laughs> but Gordon and Porter, they have only next season left on their current contracts. Okay, so their, their deals expire after next season. The Nuggets have now, because of Murray's injury, missed a really important chance to see how this group, this, these four guys, Gordon, Porter, Murray, Jokic, how they fit in the biggest games on the biggest stages. And if this is the core, that it, it's worth going into the luxury tax to keep. They also traded real stuff RJ Hampton, Gary Harris is a serviceable two guard, maybe a backup at this point, but a serviceable one and a first round pick to gear up to try to do major damage this year. Yeah. And next year too. But yes, this year, this year is, is it's costly to miss it, to kind of miss it. Will Barton can be a free agent this summer. If he turns down his player option, Paul Millsap is going to be a free agent this summer. He's running out of time. Murray is going to need time into next season. Whenever he comes back to get back to the form he was in before his injury. It, it, there is a real cost to this beyond just sort of the the sadness you feel uh, for any injury, the human toll it takes on the, the guy who's injured and the team and all the people who have put the work in to gear up for this. All injuries stink, but this is this has got to be among the worst kind. The season-ending injury that torpedoes a potential contender that was just finding itself, just coming together after a huge trade. There's no hope of a return. You don't. You, there are no reports to read. You can't, oh, what's the latest update? How many weeks? How many days? How do you look in a workout? Is there any chance? Maybe it comes back for the second round. Maybe what if we make the conference? No, there's no hope. And no ready means, no time, no ability to really find a replacement, although the Nuggets have good backup point guards. There's no way to sort of restructure their roster. The Nuggets just have to move on. That's it. They're not going to be an easy out as long as Jokic is healthy and the rest of the team is healthy. But they just move on. And they're going to have to wait now until sometime next season to see what this team really is. And, th and that's depressing because I was very excited to watch them as I think all NBA fans were test themselves in the playoffs. But this happens. It's part of sports. But this one, this is a body blow uh, to all NBA fans. And, and of course, the Denver Nuggets and their fans and their brain trust and their coaches and especially Jamal Murray. So get healthy, Jamal. We'll miss you. Get healthy next year.
And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Call 1-800-DIRECTV. Claim based on total games carried on sports networks. Sports availability varies by zip code and requires choice package. Terms or restrictions apply.